Mr. Tate, why did the police search your car? So as you can see in this video, a certain someone has been um, taken into custody. Um, and uh, he's being put in a metal box for 30 days, apparently related to his um, charges that he had before. Um, and uh, yeah, so... This is, this is the way of the world now, right? If you get too popular and you're speaking the wrong message, you end up in a metal box. That's how it goes, guys. So they say freedom of speech, right? But, I mean, you can see that where is that? Um, and, um, again, the idea is guilty until proven innocent, right? In the court of public opinion, he's guilty and therefore he's in a metal box, right? And uh, everybody's talking about that, you know, that Twitter uh, war that he had with that that girl um, and how he's like, tech, uh, you know, texting about his supercars and how they have like giant emissions and like laughing at her. And uh, apparently uh, the pizza box in his, in his place that, uh, you know, that's what signaled that he was in Romania. And so they picked him up like, that's not why, guys, that's not why. They picked him up because... Um, People know when you enter the country, they have a thing called border patrol, okay? Now, something else I wanted to mention is, uh, you know, I'm sure a certain someone or someones were um, given a bit of, you know, green stuff, let's put it that way, um, to, make this, uh, to make this happen. But again, this is speculation, right? So, there you go. Uh, anyway... Uh, let's continue this video here. And he's, he knows, right? Like, he knows what's happening. And so he, uh, look, he's making that sign. Um, this is the sign of the, um, uh, what's it called? This is the sign that he makes when he's calculating, right? Like uh, if he was playing chess, this is the, the sign that he would be making. But it's, it's obvious, right, that um, he knew that this would happen and he's, he predicted it. Also, what is suspect, and I, I was seeing this in the comments reading them, is that um, there was a bunch of press outside his house just waiting when these guys came to pick him up. So obviously the press was tipped off, etc. So it's looking a little bit, um, you know, a little bit corrupt, just, just so you know. So there you go. And he's being driven off. They're just bringing the guys inside the police station there. And you can see the guys carrying off the stuff, uh, laptops and, uh, and stuff like that, that they're going to analyze, I assume. Yeah, these are computers here in the bag. There you go. Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash 
the Helios blog. Again, uh, uh, I also have um, new stuff on the channel. So on the Patreon, um, I have the videos that they got me to delete off of uh, off of YouTube. I have um, the... Um, I'm going to be reading some books like audiobooks. I'm, I'm planning on doing that. I'll, I'll do it once the Kindle arrives in the, in the mail. And um, I'm also going to read some RP scientific literature, and I'll explain it as well. So you can get an idea of where my thoughts come from, okay? So that's the, that's the idea there. And uh, you could also drop me a donation like Tom M. The link is in the description, all right? Cool, let's continue with this video here. Yeah, it's just a lot of computers and stuff that they're taking care of. The, the... I assume it's going to be like the hard drives or something like that. So they have a lot of stuff, a lot of backpacks, but they're taking it into the police station. Okay, they're bringing him back out. Let's see what he says. He doesn't respond at all. The Matrix has attacked me. Uh, so they ask, are you guilty? And he's like, of course not, the Matrix has attacked me. That's what, That was his response. And the whole time with cameras in their faces too. So it goes, guys, so it goes. And again, he makes that symbol out the door. Door open in the car. I guess uh, with all the press, the police are nervous too. That's about right. There you go. So that's the, that's the footage we have there. Again, uh, let's read some of the comments here. Uh, it's the hand signs for me. They never fail. All the world's a stage. The hand sign signifies power. Well, I don't know what the hand signs mean, and I wish you'd be cl uh, clearer instead of saying something but not revealing its significance. Uh, sacred society. Uh, he's mocking the I word. Uh, but no, no, he's not mocking. His dad used to make that hand sign, um, and he picked up the habit. It's the, it's the hand sign he makes when he's, um, uh, when he's calculating. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, the Matrix has attacked me. What a boss. Um. You love him, but admit it. Why are you here looking at this video? It's nothing worse than a hater. Get your negative vibes away from me. It's actually annoying how people support him. It's like they've been brainwashed. It's actually annoying how people don't like him based on false allegations. It's like they're brainwashed. You see, you see, guys, it's just like arguments in the comments, right? It's, it's like people like him, people hate him. He's literally like the definition of a love or hate figure, right? So there you go. Uh, what's crazy is that he predicted all this once he got cancelled. Indeed. Yeah, and then here, where's the proof that he was doing bad stuff? Or do you just believe whatever the media says? Uh, some, some guys saying uh, that he was in prison for something he didn't do. Uh, yeah, yeah. The look of a free man is one of the posts. The mercenaries, however, hide their faces in discomfort. 
Indeed. So again, like wearing masks like that on their faces, it's probably, I mean, we don't know, right? But it's it's possible that some uh, some green stuff exchanged hands, you know? Uh, and then here's a, one of the comments. The Matrix has attacked him in this false reality we're all living. What is the Matrix? Hello, L. Okay. Uh, wait, if this was a legit raid in the middle of the night, how did half of the world's press descend on him at the exact same time? This is dodgy. Yeah, I also commented on that. Um, almost like they told the press what was going to happen. Uh... Yeah, the, the raid is in the middle of the night to make it not obvious that a raid is happening. Um, yeah, and they show us what we want to see. Yeah, and then somebody said he staged his own arrest to gain publicity as a wronged hero, right? Um, okay, he predicted all of this and it came true. Uh, he's equivalent to Nostradamus. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's strong, I <laughs> yeah, somebody said so gullible. Yeah, exactly. I I wouldn't go that far. Uh Yeah. Uh, th yeah, the guys are just arguing. Yeah, the cops look worse than Tate does in these shots. Um I mean, I won't confirm or deny. Uh is it the balaclavas? Uh, yeah, he was accused of bad stuff, but we don't know if he's guilty or not. Police aren't taking any chances, though. It's like if someone was convicted of something bad, the police would have to arrest him no matter what. It's a necessary step. And then somebody said, guilty until proven innocent. Um, if he was a bad guy, he never allowed himself to be seen in public. Look up streamers getting raided for nothing because some kid calls the cops. All right, let's look at this, um, this post by Rolo Tomasi here. It's called Love Story. Uh, wait, did we already read this love story? Oh, no, 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 it's good. Among my more controversial essays is my series on the different interpretations of love as specific to each gender. As I've elaborated before, men approach love from idealistic foundations, while due to their innate hypergamy, women approach it in opportunistic um, fashion. The easy rebuttal to this is that um, from women is to presume that either gender's life experience is going to necessarily be different. Women cannot fully appreciate the male experience unless they can actually become men and live in a life uh, live in a lifetime of their experiences, their upbringing, their biology, their acculturation, and societal conditioning. Yes, I'm aware that it works both ways. Men cannot fully appreciate women's existential experiences either and for the same reason. However, that doesn't excuse either gender from making an effort to better understand the other's experience. In a social environment where the feminine perspective has primacy, it's been women who have been the arbiters of what should universally be the socially agreed upon definition of what love means to both genders. However, this hasn't stopped men from trying to define love for themselves and make efforts to make women see how they'd like their love to be in idealistic terms. History is rife with examples of men in every culture venturing to make women understand and really grasp their idealized notion of love. From ancient love poems to epic stories of one woman launching a thousand ships to Romeo and Juliet, men have attempted to educate women on how they would like to be loved and how they would like to love. As I've detailed before, once a man really unplugs from his feminine conditioning, he becomes more sensitive to the, world, to the wool that's been pulled over his eyes. Hearing common terms in conversation that belie a feminine mindset, listening to songs that drip of male sacrifice, understanding why certain themes in popular media resonate with culture is all part of this new sensitivity. One thing the RP has made uh, me keenly aware of over time is the difference in storytelling that applies to each gender. 
It would be too easy uh, an assumption to say that I have a better awareness as to which gender is telling a particular story, but rather, I have a keener sensitivity to which gender perspectives, uh, from which gender's perspective the story is originating from. And particularly when the story involves specific gender approaches to love. I could single out the stories of Emily Bronte and compare them with the formulaic themes of modern romance novels or romantic comedy movies. <laughs> but that would be easy and expected. Any woman studies major could tell you this. What I'm interested in is how the genders interpret each other's idealized concepts of love. Titanic, 1997. Arguably one of the greatest love stories ever put on film. I can remember adult women of the time who literally were incapable of going to work or doing much of anything else the, uh, the day after watching the movie. I can remember women I dealt with professionally bursting into tears because they were so racked with vicarious imagined grief. This is the psychological impact Titanic had. Don't even get me started on the teenage girls at the time. A lot went in, uh, a lot went went on in the Titanic from a feminine romanticized perspective. It's definitely an epic fairy tale and one that has all the formulaic elements of a classic love story. Rich, beautiful girl, scrappy, poor, but alpha and good-looking hero who draws girl into his reality. Tragic but sacrificial death of said hero to save her and ensure her a better life. I've linked the last few moments of the Titanic here because it's really the summation of the entire story. The former beauty, now old woman, Rose, still pines for alpha she lost so long ago. This scene epitomizes the concept of the Alpha Widow. As the heart that was given to her by Alpha sinks to the bottom of the ocean, we pan across photos of all the life experiences afforded to her by Jack's sacrifice. The beauty queen, the mother, the Amelia Earhart-esque pilot, a uh, horseback rider, and finally she can return to her Alpha in dying. Example 2, the ending of Saving Private Ryan. Uh, in 1998, released just one year later, Saving Private Ryan debuts. Also arguably one of the greatest heroic and epic stories put to film from an arguably masculine, unarguably masculine perspective. Where Titanic relies on a clever retelling of classic and tested romantic themes, Saving Private Ryan explores distinctly male themes of honor, duty, courage, service, and also sacrifice. Captain Miller's sacrifice is of a decidedly different nature, but the premise is the same. Self-sacrifice for the betterment of another individual. As Captain Miller dies, his last words are, Earn this. Merit this. Be worthy of this. Granted, more men than just Captain Miller die on Ryan's behalf, but he's the protagonist and the one we really care about uh, as his death is personalized for us. In an almost analogous ending to the Titanic, we see the elderly Ryan contemplating his life and wondering if he'd earned it with what he'd done with his life. In the classic form, he seeks that affirmation from a woman, his wife. Quote, Tell me I've led a good life. Tell me I'm a good man. End quote. We can tell there's no connection, no familiarity of Ryan's experience shared with his wife. Her response is just this side of a patronizing dismissal of the imagined concern of an old man. We can presume Ryan has led a somewhat good life. He's still married, probably has kids, but nowhere is the have-it-all uh, fantasy that an elderly Rose enjoys. We still don't know if Ryan had, quote-unquote, earned it, if his life's performance was good enough, the pat on the cheek from his oblivious wife doesn't confirm it, but that's the operative difference between Ryan's character and Rose's. Rose's good life was never expected to have been earned. Almost serendipitously, Mac commented on my sorry post this evening. I was picked on as a boy and decided at a very young age to fight back by outdoing all my naysayers, all the people that tell you that you're not good enough, smart enough, or talented enough. So I became the antithesis of their projection and surpassed all my personal goals. It's more than just getting the girl. It's about conquering your world. Men are expected to perform, to be successful, to get the girl, to live a good life. Men must do. 
Whether it's riding wheelies down the street on your bicycle to get the cute girl's attention or to get a doctorate degree to ensure your personal success in your future families, men must perform. Women's arousal, attraction, desire and love are rooted in that conditional performance. The degree to which the performance meets or exceeds expectations is certainly subjective and the ease with which you can perform is also an issue. But perform, you must. This is one final movie. There is one final movie I'd like to use as an illustration of the differential love approaches and that's the movie Blue Valentine. I'd link some clips, but I think it's probably best to watch it in its entirety to really understand the principal differences between men and women's idealized love. All right, back to this. Imagine losing everything because he tried to provoke a Twitter war with a teenage girl. This is the the guy uh, trying to trash talk Andrew. Imagine living in a world where that's even a thing. Literally, I shake my head, yeah. You must be a kid because Greta has nothing to do with this. Stop embarrassing yourself. That's exactly right. It has nothing to do with it. All right. Uh, Matrix really tried it. And then there's a skull emoji here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, who holds their hands like that in the back of a cop car? Says the, says the, the guy. Uh, my, his father did it while playing chess. Okay. Yeah, and then somebody's like, why did they leave the van door open and Andrew a path to escape? I mean, again, the the like an innocent person doesn't need to escape, right? Okay. Media stunts these days, and then they they say somebody's name is helping a hand. I mean, we don't know about that. Tate predicted the Matrix would arrest him to silence him. Um, and somebody and let's let's see what they say. Not hard to predict you're going to jail if you've done something illegal. No, no, no. Uh yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the quote. Tate is being held without, be- uh, without being held guilty or not guilty, but to prevent anything that possibly may or uh, may not have happened to be cleared up. He literally got arrested over a pizza box and an accusation. Not even the biggest fan, but it literally looks like either it's stunt for attention or a literal second form of attack out of three from whatever is um, above the government. Uh, yeah. I think it's attention. Why would he have a couple of boxes of pizza for uh, uh, for it was random? But now I'm looking like he uh, told on himself on purpose. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, somebody said possible chess move, possible outside intervention. We won't know uh, either way. Somebody said, what a legend. Okay. Yeah, so here's here's the story, right? Which is why this th- th- he's in uh, in a box right now. So his brother and him had a party and invited a bunch of Instagram girls. One of those girls has a boyfriend who kept calling her to come home. She said to the boyfriend that she's been kept at Tate's against her will, and the guy called the cops. And there you go. So that's the story. Uh, yeah, so ironic that a girl causes down downfall should learn from Samson. Uh, okay, Tate got arrested for that and had his house searched, but. At the police station, the officers just laughed at him and let him free without charges because they found security footage of the girl in question at the front gate of the house taking pizza delivery. This was months ago. Yeah. That was last year, and apparently these are separate incidents. Okay. Um, To think he just got his stuff back from the first time they raided his house. Okay. Let's see. 
somebody uh yeah whatever okay says a lot when the guys drive and forget to shut the door i mean yeah if he was actually uh apprehended why would they let him sit in the back of a van with the door wide open and no handcuffs yeah no point in running when you have money uh no cuffs when he gets arrested, instantly pulls his hands from behind his back. Yeah, no, no, okay. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> One out of three lives left. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um... Imagine getting owned by a kid and got arrested for ranting back and then blamed it on the Matrix. He he didn't get owned. Um, it's okay. If you if you hear what she said, it's not she didn't own the guy. Anyway. Uh Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Anyway, let's go on to the Reddit post here. This is from Relationship Advice, posted seven hours ago. 30 male uh, with a 25-year-old girlfriend found out my girlfriend had been hooking up with someone when we first started dating. I've been dating my girlfriend for five years. We're very happy. She treats me well. However, she just recently and randomly revealed that she'd been, quote-unquote, seeing someone when we met. When we first met, we had a three-week-long, quote-unquote, getting-to-know-each-other period before we formally went on a date. Yeah, what that means is she was sleeping with another guy and trying to see if you were good enough in her eyes for her. That's what happened there. Or Chad wouldn't commit. We don't know. Um, We then waited a while before having bedroom fun, which was something she wanted. I felt like we were spending all our time together and had an incredibly strong connection. I'd asked about her history with men at the time, and she said that her last relationship was not good and had ended a few months prior. I'm Italian, and one of the things we playfully bonded over was that she always dreamed of dating an Italian guy. Turns out the guy she was quote-unquote seeing was Italian. I'd always been thrilled to show her my family and Italian culture because it was something we first bonded over. She'd never mentioned this guy until now, and I didn't even know he existed. After asking where they went on the first date, she turned red-faced and said she, uh, she would just hang out at his house which then led me to the obvious conclusion that she was having bedroom fun with him, which she eventually confirmed. They had bedroom fun the first time they hung out and continued to see each other until she and I began formally dating. AFBB, guys, that's all I can say. I'm now left to reimagine our love story, to rethink the way in which we met. All the time we spent getting to know each other and taking it slow, she'd been secretly hooking up with someone else. As frivolous as it sounds, I wasn't the first Italian she was with. A playful joke about how she finally met an Italian guy is now soured. I'm not sure she did anything wrong per se, as it's not cheating, but it certainly shocked me. When she said she was seeing someone, I initially assumed she meant that they went on a few dates. The fact that it was more uh, of just hooking up at his place made it much worse, especially considering the slow build she insisted upon for our relationship, which I always appreciated under the impression that it was a sign of her good character. Yeah, for you it's slow, for him it's fast, of course. Um, We are so far into the relationship and our lives are entirely intertwined, I don't consider ending the relationship a viable option, but I'm having trouble reconciling this new information. My girlfriend is embarrassed but seems to think I'm in the wrong. I think she meant to portray it as an innocent couple of dates, never intending me to realize they were hooking up. 
Indeed, she wanted to absolve herself of her guilt, and it blew up spectacularly in her face. That's hubristic, by the way. 241 upvotes. I don't know, to me personally, it's more messed up that your girlfriend thinks that you're in the wrong about your feelings. Plus, why did it come up now? You said it was random, so she brought it up unprompted, right? It's info you had no idea about, and now you're processing it. It's a big deal to you, and it sounds like it is. It's perfectly fine to take some time to think about it. Can I ask why she mentioned this now? Uh... Okay. Thank you for the response. We were on a long drive home from visiting a family for the holidays. We spent much of the drive glowingly reminiscing about how we met. As we pulled into the driveway, she chuckles and says, I was actually seeing someone when we started going out. I was very surprised because I was under the impression we were open books and totally single. I assumed she meant an innocent date or two. We had a lot of stuff to unpack, so we kind of got brushed aside for a day until it started to eat away at me. Could it have been uh, more of a hookup than the actual relationship with the other guy? Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's a comment. Yeah, this sucks. It's not technically cheating because you weren't exclusive, but she obviously lied. When she says she isn't seeing anyone else, it's the best misleading and worse than outright lie. When she says she wants to take it slow and wait to have bedroom fun, but then is having her needs met by some other guy after your dates, that's a total deal breaker. You also haven't touched on the issue of if you completely believe it now. Do you think you're getting the full truth regarding when everything ended? What was the nature of the relationship? It'd be hard for me to believe that she's being completely honest about everything, especially given the fact she says you should just get over it and invalidate your feelings. The core issue of this whole thing is whether or not you can get over it. This is the type of thing where you have to make a decision now uh, of whether you can continue. You can't throw this in her face whenever you get mad or hold it against her so much. Um... In my experience, that's exactly what happened. You'll build resentment. The idea you had of your relationship uh, and how it started is based on a lie. She presented herself as one thing and uh, it's not true. So again, guys, if you're second, then sh then if you're second in her eyes, then why is she first in yours? That's the, that's the takeaway here. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, also, you can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. I have, um, you know, deleted videos on there. I have um, RP literature. I have RP scientific articles. Uh, you can go and subscribe there. Also, you could drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shoutouts to him. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you took the time out of your busy day to listen to the video. I really do appreciate it. You guys are wonderful, and I will see you next time.